hello, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. Look at this, it's that fact podcast that you sometimes listen to, back to bring you stuff that you never knew. My name is Dan. This week, I will bring you stuff about hungry judges and why everything you thought you knew about Vikings, well, the one thing, probably ain't true. Andrea's with us, what do you have? Today I have a fact about how Hansel and Gretel played a role in a popular Christmas tradition and which Christmas song is actually the best Christmas song. And Connor, what do you got? Uh, Oprah's got a bathtub shaped like her. <laughs> we'll tell you more about that in a moment. And uh, yeah, love. Stick around, it's a brand new episode of Baffled. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Big debates, my side with the family. They come over the other day to my flat, had some lunch, and we was playing some Christmas songs. The best one ever made. Quite big, isn't it? You, you talk about that with movies, but the best Christmas song ever is tough. The worst is Band Aid. Rubbish. Oh, I hate that one. What a rubbish song. But it did raise loads of money. Yeah, for that reason, fantastic. The <laughs> best Christmas song ever made. Brenda Lee rocking around the Christmas show. Da, da, da. Different, so, yeah. It's different songs for different moods, though. That is the song, man. Brenda Lee rocking around the Christmas tree. I hear that straight yeah. away. I'm festive. Yeah. I like Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time. It's a good one. Bung. Mm. Bung. There's some really good British ones. Um, not that I'm feeling, you know. not, not that I'm, you know, but if you've never heard, there's a band called Smith and Burroughs, right? Listen to their song, This Ain't New Jersey. It's very good. It's Pogues. not It's not one of the big ones. Pogues. Fairy Tale New York. Yeah, very good. What's your fight? Last Christmas by Wham. It's great. Do you know the it's one? It's been I've my seen? favorite one for like since I was younger. It actually makes me angry, and I'm like, I just want to like, you know, you know, wizard. It's Christmas. <laughs> that bit at the end. That's from that's in Slade. Slade, that's it. Yeah. Shut man. Like seriously, <laughs> that irritates me. That bit. Wait, it's meant to be. I mean, it makes him like half a million pound a year. Great. Good Wait, for him. who sings that again? So that it, a band called Slade. Uh, oh, there's right. a. a, 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 a there's a guy called Noddy Holder and they were in a, like a glam rock band in the 70s and, 80s and early 80s I think and there's a very famous line at the end where he screams it's Christmas and he just does it in this way and you're like mate please please you're ruining it for me already stop <laughs> can I him in the studio what's amazing is he probably did that once in the studio and now that's what he's known for yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's everything anyway up the ball balls smash one the other day <laughs> Thank you very much for finding us and for streaming, by the way. Really easy. We will share you a couple of facts each. Just decide if they're, if they're worth remembering at all. Um, Andrea, kick us off. What do you have? Yeah. So although gingerbread houses date back to the 1600s, the tradition became widespread in Germany after the story of Hansel and Gretel published in 1812. Oh, nice. So 
You see, here's here's the thing that I think we're going to find with these Christmas facts over the next couple of weeks. It's like the difference between what you as an American perceive to be like a big tradition and what us British don't really do. Mm. I think we like the idea of a gingerbread house, but no one's bothering. I've never, ever, ever, ever built one. It's it's not a thing. You literally could get them at CVS in America. Like the pharmacy. Yeah, No, no, no. Like you... To make them like they've nice. basically yeah pre-made gingerbread, but also the icing and stuff. Isn't there something about it that's completely unhygienic and disgusting though? Like because you're basically like fingers, mittens all over the sort of parts of the gingerbread house to make it fit together a bit like Lego, and then you eat it. Isn't, Isn't it? it like seventy-five percent of men don't wash their hands? Yeah, <laughs> that's a very good point. Well, I was going to say how disgusting do you think people are, but then I remembered that fact. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah, I don't wash my hands. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. So here's my thing. What's your thing about gingerbread houses, my friend? It's not about gingerbread houses, it's about Christmas. Oh, right, okay. It appears that the Americans, a lot of what they do for Christmas is just for show. It's like we have to do this because we have to appear to be Americans at Christmas. Like, and this is what we do. We make gingerbread houses. Mm. We have streetlight competitions. Yeah, but I like that. It is, but how much people enjoy it is my question. It's like anything American, though, isn't it? Like sports games and stuff. It's all about, it's like a lot of... Here's a question. In Britain... I find that, well, particularly me and people my age and my mates and my parents and everything I know, like it's just another excuse to, to drink a lot. And that doesn't seem to have filtered through to America. Like they do a lot more. Like in America on Christmas Day. What's that? Are you Half eight. waking up at, at 8.30, getting a Bucks Fizz, a mimosa, and then are you just cracking on? Is that what you're doing or is that just Britain? Well, honestly, I was saying this to Connor. I haven't been back for six years. Uh, back home to for Christmas for six years. So like I don't, I've been here basically like all my yeah. adult life and like drinking. You are officially sort of. British. You can say that now. <laughs> Welcome along. Thank you. are lacking vitamin D. You'll moan about everything. I really am. Yeah. Yeah. And you, yeah, you'll be tired a lot of the time. But when Welcome you were, along. When you, so much. <laughs> when you were growing up, I guess it's different, right? Because when you're young, your parents maybe don't want to do the same thing. But when again, when I watch Christmas movies, like the the amount the Americans drink on the Christmas Day seems to be they have their little Christmas Eve party because that always happens, don't they? They always invite the neighbours round and they have a couple of glasses of wine and let's call it a day. You know, the the girl returns home from college. Everyone makes Christmas at the last minute. I'm doing the plot of Christmas with the cranks here, and oh, and then that the and then that's kind of it. Whereas, do you remember it really just being an opportunity for people to get pissed? No. It really wasn't. But like where I grew up in your Belinda, it was like lots of like Christian sort of, they yeah. didn't go well, out. Yeah. It was actually going to church, if anything. Like, oh, that's, that a bit too much. that's a bit too much for me on Christmas Day, isn't it? Going to church. Yeah. So I've, I've, uh, I've spent Christmas quite a few times in the States and my families. And it is funny, that kind of thing that you mentioned, because my auntie and uncle are British. They've lived in America longer than they have the UK, but they are British. And obviously their kids are American and then their family's American that's over there because they're married and all things like that. So, but it is funny on Christmas day because it's like my auntie's there, just white wine, absolutely piling back. And then, then the sort of the American side of the family are a bit like. Do you uh, have a problem? Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> Do we need to speak to someone about this? Oh, I'm there literally just like half nine in the morning. <laughs> like that Corona straight away. Look at the British like, what is going on? We haven't even had breakfast. No. <laughs> is uh, and that's what I love about it because I think us as Brits, we we constantly want I want our Christmases to be like we see the Americans in the movies, right? We want this dream idyllic Christmas, but then when it gets round to it, 
actually, I just want a Guinness at eight in the morning and then I want to not move from my pit until January the 1st. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. So good. That's so, what so I was good. like going back home though. I was like, before I didn't obviously didn't drink and then I'd come back home and like we'd be celebrating something and it'd be like drinking, but then most people wouldn't be drinking. Are the traditional sort of celebrations of Christmas in LA slightly different? Because where it is hot and warm, do you do different yeah. things? Like to go down to the beach and stuff like that as opposed to, you know, cozy under the blanket. Like, oh, that's a care. dream. Yeah. Yeah, you'd go have like a beach barbecue or something. Oh, and... nice. I could do with this because I, I ain't having this rain and this wind. It's so dark. It's, yeah. it's so time. depressing. Like yeah. it's just you open your eyes and you're like, God, <laughs> look at it out there. Like, Which is why you need to get us eight in the morning because you've got nothing else to do with your day. Yeah, yeah. Going back to the US Christmases though, have you seen uh, Christmas work party? Christmas oh. office work party? Was Jennifer Jason... Aniston. Yeah, Classic. Yeah. She looks See, great. That's that. what I mean by like everyone's so like showy about yeah. drinking and also Christmas. And it's like, that's like a really good representation of like. Yeah. I will watch it, but you know, oh, you're gonna hate it. How dare you really hate bad it? Film. What here's the thing. Um, I don't even remember the first time you came on here. You were talking that you really like movies, and you were talking about Quentin Tarantino stuff. In like the past couple of months, have you noticed that if you mention any film, any film at all, apart from one that is notably a classic, Connor will go, "That's brilliant. That's, yeah. that's it. That's, that's a, that's a cl- Office Christmas Party, like a Netflix original movie, notably the worst films out. Oh, that's one of my favourites. One of my top five. It is so five. funny. Why, it's why so is it good? Bad, but because it's so funny. Old Jen Aniston looks hot. Yeah. Jen, Jen, Jennifer Aniston. She looks great. Right. She's just oh, a businesswoman. Yes, please. Yeah, she is hot. Yeah, watch it. It's great. Probably better than the Muppet one. <laughs> All right, then. Second fact of the show. Tell us, Connor. Oprah has a bathtub that's shaped like her body. <laughs> it's, it's just right. It's one of those things. It's so open, isn't it? But you don't want it. You huh? don't want it. What? It's like being in a tomb. It's like being in a sarcophagus. You want a bit of wiggle room here. Well, hold on. So this is the thing. <laughs> you want a bit of wiggle room? Her. She's out. Why that's, that that, that's it. Of all oh the things. God. Do you have one? <laughs> Do you have one? Is that TikTok cash coming through? Is that yeah. what you're doing? So, well, <laughs> this is completely insane, though. And try and work this one out. It's made with enough room to fit another person. So is it like We're... just her body but double? So What's you happened? can start. So Can't you can start. What's happened here? Oh, my God. Why has that tickled you so much? I have no idea. <laughs> I, 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 and and she's gone. She's wired, mate. She's wiped and wired, and I don't know what's going on. There's a thing with. Yeah, it's, uh, it's made with marble, though, and onyx. Marble? So that's a lot of money. You're... Hand carved tub shaped like her body. Is it because what... you're imagining Oprah like, in a pot? Yeah. Also, like, shaped bath. exactly like. Just like that. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I, man, I can't like... move, Dave. Oh. <laughs> this is it. Also, there's but no way. Up... Someone else. Right. How much do you want to bet that Oprah's husband is not called Dave? <laughs> very, very quickly. <laughs> when it says that it's made with enough room to fit somebody else. Just straight on top. Like just straight on top. So what, is it like the legs just a bit expanded so they can sit at the end? Like, just... Well, here's the thing. It's Oprah's world and everyone just has to do what she says. Yeah. So if I you... Don't, I don't know why. I just imagined it being like exactly... Her yeah. That's literally thing. what it is, but it can fit somebody else in there. So you just lay on top of each other. What? Right. Oh, that's so funny. Just because you have the money doesn't mean you need to do this. Yeah, mate. I'll tell you what, though. If I had Oprah money, I'd be doing stupid stuff like that. But you want extra room when you're in a bath, though. No? You want extra room. This is what I'm saying. You want a bit yeah, of wiggle like... room. You want, you know... Shifting a bit, shifting a bit. Just stuck a bit like that. Yeah. You don't literally want to be cased in your own tomb, calling it relaxing. Mm. 
Also, where are the little uh, bubble bath nozzles? Where are the jets going? Where are the nozzles I going? I don't know, mate. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't go on to research where are the jets going for the bath. Have you got jets in your bath with you? I haven't, but if I had money, I'd have some. I really want to see a photo of that. So do I. Yeah, I did Google it and then realised probably a bit weird Googling Oprah in bath. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Incognito mode. Have you ever had... Um, uh, have you ever been in a bath with like a, like the jets, the nozzles? Yes. A oh, hot tub. <laughs> Yeah, like a hot tub. So good. But what's what's perfect about them is that they are both really relaxing and not relaxing at all. Really relaxing because you've got all the bubbles and the jets. They're not relaxing because you've got the generator like right next to your, your head going, <laughs> and then you've got Nan going because it's only ever Nan. Like people don't have them, just grands have them. The grand has a bit of cash. You can only have it on for two minutes because that'll send the electric bill up. That's yeah. what's happening. Yeah. Does your grandma have one? Is that why? Uh, well, no, my, my fiance's grandma did. Why are you Anna. bathing around your fiance's grandma's? That's also. <laughs> well, if I'm there for a few days, right? I don't just get there and, and, and jump jets, in. Is she, yeah. yeah. We once moved in when when I was living in family homes. We moved into a um, into like a really old place. My mum had done up, and it was owned previously by a very old lady, and she had a disabled bath. Right, it was the best thing. <laughs> Little chair in ever. it. Oh my god, it had a chair in it. The whole thing filled up. You'd sit on a chair. You'd literally just sit on a chair. Whole yeah. thing filled up, nice little door, a little bit for your feet. It's wonderful. I, I wouldn't trust you with a bath door. There is no way you're opening that. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. All over the new carpet that's been laid. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this is this is what we're saying. You could either that or you could be entombed in marble like Oprah. Yeah, there you go. There's a nice vision for you. Oprah in a bath shaped like her body. Right. Third fact of the show, first one for me. I want to tell you about the hungry judge effect, which is the idea that judges are more inclined to be nicer after a meal than before. Of course they are. It's just normal human things. I'm bloody really miserable when I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, so if... There's uh, actual tears on your face from the open situation. <laughs> it's, oh, it's been a strange yeah. time for us. Full recovery. I feel like my makeup's like... <laughs> yeah, <now>. yeah. <laughs> A uh, study of the decisions of Israeli parole boards, actually, in 2011, found that uh, the 65% of people were granted parole right at the start of the session after a judge had eaten, but it was nearly zero right before they were due to break for food. Well, it's an interesting point, though, isn't it? And I never really thought about this before since you've mentioned this fact, but emotion is emotion. As much as I guess within, you know, uh, crime and law and things like that and you can't really bring emotion into it if you're making a decision it needs mm. to be based on what's happening last week correct? we were la yeah but last week no I know you, you were saying that the judge was having a, a right old gag doing <laughs> no, a, no, no, an no, M&M gag but when it comes to actually convicting the criminal do you know what I mean you, you can't put emotion into it you have to do it by law I assume yeah. But it kind of is right what you're saying because emotion will just be a natural thing that you feel. So if you're in a bad mood, something's happened at home, if you had an argument the night before with your partner and you're really like annoyed, I guess it's kind of hard to switch yeah. off. Whereas well, if you had a really yeah. nice day the day before, you might feel a little bit more sympathy for why somebody robbed something if they were like super, super, you know, poor or whatever. I don't know. I get what you're saying. Well, you should be nicer. Have you thought about this? Do we have any case? You might not have that, but examples of cases where this has played a part. Or not? No. No. Okay. But what I have, as I can say again, uh, so this study back in 2011 found that the granting of parole was 65% at the start of the session, but it was zero right before a meal break. Now, there's a few ideas you would immediately think, and the nice answer, the, the answer you want to think, because it's kind of cool, is that angry judges make poorer judges. They're harsher. But actually, it might be to do with the way that they... Um, uh, kind of structure the court sessions so maybe 
you might have easier cases right at the start of the day and right after meals, oh, okay. whereas you might have tougher cases that might go on a bit towards the end of things. Mm. So that might be why. Mm. Mm. I don't know. You seem, Andrea, like chill and level and horiz- so flat you're horizontal, so laid back you're horizontal, right? Do you ever, like, how much of an impact does food have in your like moodiness? Huge. I think that's something that I've noticed more and more is that I need, like, if I'm going to make an important decision, I'm not going to do it when I'm hungry. Uh, so I always do it if I've had, like, yeah. God, my girlfriend's a nightmare when she's hungry. Yeah. Like, really that's... just not enjoyable. Does my head in. But it'd be, it'd be, that's, that's what it actually does is my head in. Because I'm happy for people to be moody, but it's like, just eat food. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're moody telling me you're hungry. Not my problem. And Literally also- go and eat food. You know, if you were moody because something was going on or it was like chemical, fine. You're hungry. Eat. I'm with you. And then all the mood stops. And also... I'm moody when I'm hungry. and I'm Everyone is. Like, everyone's, moody, everyone's moody when they're hungry. You know you are. So just like sort it out or, or don't, don't take it out on us. Mm. That's like a... That's like a meme, isn't it? It's like the woman's like really hungry and then you give her food and all of a sudden she's really happy. Why is it always with like women? I think I, I, I do think it affects women a bit a bit more. I think men men get men get it, but I think women really get hit by it. My mum's the same as well. You said that you feel it. My yeah. girlfriend feels it. Maybe it's like a hormonal thing, I'm not sure, but I think it is, because I, I think I remember hearing something about intermittent fasting that like women aren't like supposed to do it because right. because yeah, probably because of like hormones or something. My friend does the whole fasting thing. He, he was quite a big guy. He's lost a lot of weight. He looks, he looks <clears> phenomenal. <throat> really, really great. It's really strange. Like 50 hours, no eating it'll be. And then like, we'll eat and then not eat for like 60 hours. It's like a really weird, I'm like, surely that isn't healthy. But I've looked online. Apparently it's really good to, like, there's so the, many it, health benefits in only having one meal a day. Yeah, intermittent fasting is is is... I, I don't know if it's recommended, but people do it. But that's not 50 hours. Mm. That's not three days. Yeah, yeah. Three days no eating. We'll just drink water. Yeah, yeah. Can't be dealing with that. I'd get yeah, to yeah. Oh, he does that. Yeah, See, yeah. That's, that's too that's, much. Right? But he yeah. actually looks I mean, like, a little bit unwell. You know, like you look at him and you're like, you're, you know, like when the skin pigmentation changes, eyes, it looks like, God, you need a little bit of stuff. <clears> you know, just go get yourself a bun of me, fella. You'll be, you'll be good in no time. No, I was talking about the like um, eight hour, no. Yeah, eight hours that you eat. Mm. And then the rest of the day you don't eat. Yeah, but which I think I could do. Yeah, yeah. Say for instance, I could have, I could, I could, I could have my breakfast at nine, and then I could probably not eat again till six. Yeah, I could do that. PM. I reckon I could do that, and I could just be cracking on mm. a couple of glasses of water through the day. I reckon I, maybe a maybe a little bag of Haribo. Am I allowed that? Mm. No. One of those little it's breaking the fast. One of those little earth bars. Can I have one of those? Mm. Monster That's- Munch. Don't think it says on the old fasting guidelines, flaming up monster munch about our past one. <laughs> but you do you. That's disappointing, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, eat your grub if you're moody. Yeah. That's a story for you. Eat your grub when you're moody. Hello, my name is Mark Thompson, your guide aboard the Constellation Station podcast. Tune in every Monday for your weekly guide to all things going on in the skies above the UK that week. From meteor showers to comets and eclipses to supernova explosions, I will have it all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast or wherever you get your podcasts from. But until then, let's hope for some clear skies. 
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Thank you very much for listening to the show. You can get in touch, by the way. Just get to baffledpod.com. It's info at baffledpod.com as well. And make sure you check out our socials because we're posting stuff on TikTok and Instagram uh, every day. Just little facts just to give you something to chat about over work, I think. Little snippets. Right. That's cutting them up, isn't it? Full of sound effects today. You were doing the old can opening. I've always wanted to master it. Can't really do it. No, you can't. No. I don't know. Last fact of the show, Angie, what do you have? Uh, Bing Crosby's classic song, White Christmas, is not only the best-selling Christmas song, but the best-selling single of all time. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. I was thinking the other day how much streaming has ruined the battle for Christmas number one. In the UK... The Battle for Christmas number one is a huge cultural moment and people like to remember all the other Christmas number ones that have been. And I bring this up because obviously Bing Crosby's, you had to buy it now. But now what's happening because of streaming is it gets to December and people are just playing Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. They're playing the Pogues over and over and over again. So that's taken the like race off of new music to make it to Christmas number one. Because no one's doing it. They're just listening to the songs over and over and over and over again, right? Whereas 20 years ago, you wouldn't buy All I Want for Christmas is You every year. No. You'd have it once on a compilation album, probably, and you just play that. Yeah, on the... Mm. Uh, did you get Now albums? Yeah. Now- yeah. Yeah, you, I just have it on my Now <laughs> Christmas one. Exactly. Yeah. But now streaming has ruined the race for Christmas number one. Yeah. God, see, we were talking about this before the show, actually. The best Christmas song ever made. We were, we were talking about it at the start of the show. Oh, it was at the start of the show. Oh, yeah, it was at the start of the show. Sorry, sorry. I'm Are you all right today? I'm just a little bit broken. Are you too um, good? It's December. Do you, do you need a snack? I've been non-stop for two weeks. Do you need some Haribo? Broken. Do you need some uh, Haribo? No, I don't know what I need, but yeah, White Christmas, that could be up there. I said Brendan E rocking around the Christmas tree, but I think White Christmas is a close second. 
Quite is it? But you're not. When I was driving home for Christmas, Chris, we're it, driving home. It comes Christmas. on. It comes oh, on. I can't wait to see those faces. It comes on, and you're like, "Oh, this is the nice song by Bing Crosby." Mistletoe, JB. Oh, it's the most beautiful no, that's time the worst of the year. One. That's the worst. That's feels shit spread so much tear. Good one. Yeah, good one. And the Home Alone theme tune. What's that guy like? Oh yeah, that's good. What's that guy dun, like? Dun, 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 dun. No. No, that's was that Action else. Man. <laughs> was that was that Spider Man? What is? Um, what's your favorite? That was literally the complete wrong song. What, what? <laughs> She's like, I forgot which one. No, no, no. I sang the wrong one, but I can't remember now which where it was from. What's your favorite Christmas song? Last, last. Christmas. Oh, last, last Christmas. Are we all forgetting stuff? Sorry. Um, I really like the um, Carol of the Bells. Oh, yeah, I totally got it wrong. Then what was the other one? There's another one. There's Where did you come from? I'm singing The Grinch. What's that one? Where did you go from? <laughs> no, wait, wait, no, not that. What, is, what, what was... Yeah, yeah, that's it. Is that the Home Alone? Oh, what is it going like? That's that's the greatest. Come on, Dan, you're a Christmas lover. What is the? I don't know. I really like Carols for the Bells, which which is the one that goes. Yeah, horse racing music. All right, we, we probably can't play that out. We probably can't play loads of out. What are we talking about here? Huh? Bing Crosby. Yeah, oh yeah, White Christmas. I'm going to send it to you because I was. I think it's from Home Alone. Great. Oh, I tell you what. Big old this mar- Christmas song. That marks a new point in the show in that's how you're, that's what you're putting onto the baffled WhatsApp group. <laughs> Mostly it's like, yeah, I'll be there in the recorded, right? Hmm. But now we might get memes from Andrea soon. You wait. I tell you what, that'll be a Christmas dream come true when you just put in random memes onto our WhatsApp chat. Mm. Something about Bing Crosby, right? (laughs) That was it? What was it? Your fact, something about Bing Crosby. White Christmas is an absolute tune. I think that was the fact. Yeah. Yeah, done well. Made made some money off of it. There we go. What's your last fact, Connor? Uh, Biologically, your love actually changes with time. Your love? Your love. Biologically, it does change with time. It's estimated that romantic love, which is linked with euphoria, dependence, sweaty palms, butterflies, all of those feelings, only lasts for about a year. So scientifically, it only oh, lasts Christ. for about a year. That's good to know, isn't it? After oh that God. first year begins, the so-called committed love stage arrives. Uh, the transition is linked with elevated neurotrophin protein levels in newly formed couples. So if you feel like you're falling out of love with somebody, no, just, just move into the next chapter. That's good to know, that is. Yeah, yeah. That's good to know. So you're about to get married. And you been... are married. Mm-hmm. I'm far from married. But has I'm... your love changed? Or are you still just totally, oh, so much? <laughs> it, has, it has in that, like, compared to the, yeah, like the first year together, now it's more of a, like, we're very, like. God, sorry, it's back again. <laughs> <laughs> God. That does happen in marriage, though, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I'm not married. Like it's more of a like I don't want to say friendship, but like it's just yeah. There is a lot of lot more focus on. Yeah, that. I, I like, think so. So me and my me and my fiance have been together for a long, long time, and it is just I always describe her as she's like it becomes kind of part of you. You know what I mean? It's like you are there. Like, oh, I see that. I, I am there. That is an issue. That is an issue. That. What, what's that? There's issue? Lots of red flags there. Is there? Called <laughs> codependency. That is an unhealthy relationship. So it's oh, okay. marriage yours. 
probably have a conversation. Have you lost your identity? You, I tell you what, mate. You learn. You read one fact about Oprah, and you're given off relationship advice. She never, she never lose your independent identities in a relationship. You are one. I, I have my own independent identities. What I'm saying is that that's kind of how your relationship is. You, you become so part of it. You've become so close together. It's like you can't imagine doing anything else. Mm. They're just like your best friend that you're with all the time. Oh. Sometimes too bloody much. Mind that be a night? Sometimes too much. the wedding speech. Lovely. <laughs> I was, I was doing, it's uh, not romantic. I'm so happy to have married Tori. It's funny, actually. I was talking to my mates on Baffled. And... Uh, <laughs> Baffledpod.com, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Has everyone got a badge? <laughs> You, you got badge. Yeah. Do you feel like your love has biologically changed? Yeah, definitely. I yeah. think that it's like weirdly and not in a bad way, but it's the whole like exciting bit of like having someone oh, yeah, in your life is like it's, yeah. it's not there. But you have something else where it's like someone that you actually have a lot of trust in now, and you're like mm. working on things together. You're growing together and that kind yeah. of stuff. So two stages. Love being around them. Do they do you reading? Yeah, they're, they're sort of. I was going to say, I don't have any trust in my fiance. I don't know what she's up to. Who knows? <laughs> who, who knows? It's good. We'll see. Um, something about biology. We- oh, yeah. Something about love and how it changes. Right. Last fact of the show for me. When I say Vikings to you, picture a Viking, what do you think, Andrea? First like thing that comes into your head. The pointy hats. The pointy hats. The red beards. So like a bone on them, right? Yeah. Well, you're thinking of helmets. Yeah. Vikings never wore helmets. (gasps) (gasps) Yeah, there is no evidence that Viking helmets had horns. There is no evidence that they really ever wore horned helmets. It was a lie that for some reason started in the 1870s. It was when the people in Germany um, really wanted to kind of build their own myths around their country. So they kind of said that their own uh, Vikings and people that came from Germany, I think to make them look meaner than they did, they stuck horns on their helmets. When in real life, they never did. So I let me take that back. They did wear helmets, but they were never horned helmets. I think the position of your facts needs to change. Because <laughs> when we finish with Viking back in Germany facts, I'm, I'm really sort of... Well, it's the last fact of the show, mate. Bring that at the beginning, because then I'm still got energy. By the end of this show... Well, just pretend you are. Yeah, well... Like we said about your girlfriend, have yourself a little, have yourself a little cookie. Yeah. Have yourself a snack. Yeah. I don't care about your mood. Okay. You're being here on a podcast. Fair Imagine what you would be like right at the start. So I why said to do you, we believe why do we believe that Vikings had helmets? Wasn't there a show about Vikings that was like really popular? Game of like Thrones. They- Vikings. I think it's called Viking. <laughs> they, they, I think it's, it's called, called Viking. Vikings, yeah. yeah. Game of Thrones. It was kind of it was brought out in big. the it was like pretty big. It, it was yeah, it was it was brought out in like the the wave of fancy that came out after Game of Thrones. Did mm. they wear the helmets? I think they probably did. But uh, in 1876, you'll know this guy, Carl Emil Doppler created horned helmets for the first Bayreuth Festival production of Wagner's Der Ring des Nibelungen. Did anybody else's head just go to Wagner from X Factor? Or was that just me? <laughs> One of the most famous composers of all time, and you're thinking of the funny, the joke uh, act that was in the X Factor 13 years ago. Yeah, Wagner. Still you weren't even in this country now. at that point. So th- th- this this literally means nothing to you. Ooh. You know One Direction? No. Sorry. <laughs> you are you do joking, know One Direction? Yes, I do. Know. Good, I was going to oh, say. God, the pa- <laughs> I was like, no way. No way. You'd be the first person I've ever met that hasn't heard of One Direction. But anyway, the series of X Factor, they, they came second in. Wagner was in it. He was a joke act. And he also did not wear a horned helmet. He wore leather pants, though. I wanted him to win. If we would have just done the world a good for X Factor, put him through, give him a record deal, quarter of a million quid. Bosh. 
I could have seen you 15 years ago being like a rogue X Factor contestant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would not have been a surprise for me. You know the ones that go on there and they just like <laughs> literally just try to imitate Bieber? Yeah, no, you would have been, you, I reckon you would have been a lad that uh, everyone would have liked for your cheeky chappy audition, but then quickly would have got tired of and then you would be all over the papers because you'd made some terrible misdemeanor. Mm. There we go. Well, we are back next week with a Christmas special, more or less, on Christmas Day. Yeah. So on Christmas Day when you're with the fam and you're doing all the Christmas <laughs> stuff, remember to ask to listen to Baffle. Yeah. And remember, we'll that into your day with everyone. And we'll be here. Because it's, like, it's not busy Christmas Day. No, it's like being on the radio on Christmas, right? You're not right? four bits of meat. It's like, we'll be here. We'll yeah. be in the studio on Christmas Day recording. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, make sure you get us on. And <laughs> <laughs> we're right here, ready for you on Christmas Day. There we go. Just thinking of your nap. What's, what's, it, what's this guy talking about? Oprah, Oprah's With, with a really, really <laughs> unique idea as well for a podcast. Because no podcast do it. A Christmas special. Right. So All right. make sure you tune in. You want to slag us off anymore? Well, bafflepod.com as well for some rubbish socks. <laughs> How dare you? What have we learned this week? Well, don't worry if you love changes. Also, we've heard the Home Alone music probably too many times that we're legally allowed to do, so you might not have heard all that. And Wagner from The X Factor. Remember him? He bought horns to Viking helmets. We'll see you next week for a Christmas special. Say goodbye, Andrea. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Connor. Goodbye. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When it comes to clothes, having pieces that you can wear anywhere is a must. That's why American Giant makes clothing that fits your life seamlessly, with quality you have to feel to believe. Whether you're stocking up for any weather or picking up a special gift, you'll find an impressive selection of staples to choose from. So whether you're on the hunt for a heavyweight hoodie, a fleece jacket, or a hardworking pair of warm sweatpants, American Giant has what you're looking for. Each American Giant piece is designed to last and created with commitment to doing things better. And all their products are made right here in America. Because keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll feel and appreciate for years to come. Discover the American Giant difference today. Shop Wear Anywhere Closet Staples at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your order when you use code ANYSTYLE24 at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com. Promo code ANYSTYLE24. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 